What's going on guys? My name is Jesse Lewis and welcome back to another episode of Geekin' Out. Today's episode I am talking to my good friend Benjamin Zach about the wonderful, crazy, radical world of skateboarding. But before that, I want to talk quickly about a new show I have coming out. It's called Flatbacks and Six Packs. It's a uh, little ditty that me and a couple buddies are doing about wrestling every single week. It'll be sometimes about WWE, sometimes about AEW, sometimes about just the news, or pay-per-view, whatever it is. So if you like wrestling you liked our last podcast go ahead and uh give a listen to the new show flatbacks and six packs but otherwise geeking out will be out on every single sunday so thank you so much stick around for ben zach talking to me about skateboarding my name is jesse lewis and you're watching geeking out Uh, a little underwhelming, but we'll never tell the yeah. audience what what that is. Welcome to Geeking Out with Jesse Lewis. My name is Jesse Lewis, and this week I'm joined by my good friend Benjamin Zach. I've known Ben since grade seven, and yeah, we've been skating ever since. So uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about today. How are you doing today, Ben? I'm chilling. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm just uh, excited just... to do this with you here today you know yeah turbulent week and i asked you last minute i was like you good for a podcast tomorrow you were like absolutely can i do a podcast tomorrow so we're talking skating uh (coughs) first off just to give the audience sort of a a backstage sort of perspective can you give me a brief history on skateboarding and its origins in the world that we know it as we know oh shit skating is just like it was surfers actually. Surfers want some way to take like their passion and bring it to the land, bring it to the world. So they basically just took a surfboard and made it really small and put wheels on it, and that's how skateboarding began. Yeah, I uh, when I was a kid, my dad showed me uh, Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, which was like uh, talking about Tony Alva, Stacy Peralta, and all those guys from. Uh, down in LA and that all came from surfing right and then yeah like surf culture pretty much it was like a lot of carving and then eventually evolved into all these other things right so what about skating got you into it you know what I mean like what what was the appeal for a young Benjamin I think like just like the freedom of it because I played some like team sports and like not necessarily team sports, but solo sports. Like I did gymnastics, but skating was like, you didn't have somebody telling you what to do or like when to do it or how to do it. You kind of just like, kind of just went outside and did it. And like, it was, it felt more accomplishing than like having somebody tell you what to do and then doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you, it's not your, your favorite thing wouldn't be like, playing baseball with someone and them being like, okay, you're playing second base this whole time. Yeah, exactly. You know? You yeah, know? it's like skate. Somebody, somebody tell you, like, what you were going to skate and, like, how you were going to skate it. Like, that would suck. That would make skating yeah. so boring. That but is, you just get to, like, you get to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah, then it's just choreography. It's like, how well can you move on this one thing? Exactly. 
Oh, and then that's not that's not ideal at all. And, and I think the idea of freedom in skating is gonna come up a lot here. But uh, moving <laughs> on, it's uh, for you. I know that you've been sponsored a couple times. Uh, what's your experience been like being sponsored uh, as a skater? You know, what were some of the benefits that you uh, saw? Uh, I don't know. It's an interesting experience because obviously, like, I've like just broken the surface and like nowhere near anything, and I don't even fully understand it because like I haven't gotten that deep into it. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. It's super interesting. That nothing really feels better than like get a huge box full of product in the mail. <laughs> like, holy shit, this is all mine, and I got it for nothing. That's awesome. I, it's cool, too. See, whenever I see that for you, I'm just like, ooh, saving that money. <laughs> yeah, and it's cool because, like, I just, all I do is, like, what I love. Like, I'd be doing it anyways if I wasn't getting free product for it. Yeah. But I am. Can't complain. That's, at the end of the day, doing what you love, getting free product for it, you know, maybe making a little bit of dough here or there, having fun with your buddies. That's, that's what life is all about. And I think that skating yep, is one exactly. of those things that's like one of the purest forms of living. And I mean that, honestly. That. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's also helpful, too, because, like, so I have a board sponsor. I go, I go through a board. I go through two boards a day sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I'll snap a board within an hour of setting it up. So if I didn't have a board sponsor, I'd be spending, like, 60 bucks every week which is a lot of money <laughs> yeah <laughs> in stack up yeah no i uh i've seen i know our buddy jake has made a a, a giant chair out of his broken skates yeah out of his broken boards yeah, yeah. <laughs> boards yeah it, it they're only wood yeah it's not like a little tiny chair it's like a full on like what what would you call it? Like a uh, Muskoka a chair? Yeah, like a throne. A throne. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very nice chair. I've sat in it many times, and I'm surprised by how well yeah. it was made. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you've been skating for what? Fifteen years, something like that. No, not quite. No. More like. More like nine or ten. Nine or ten years, yeah. And what specifically have you noticed in your growth with skating from where you started and from where you are now? Like, what is, what is, uh, how do you view skating back then and how do you view it now? You know, what what has the growth been? It's, it's, it's kind of because obviously with being sponsored, you got to take it a little more seriously. And I kind of miss the days when you just, like, go out and skate with your buds and chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, obviously, you still get, but I guess the older you get and, like, the closer to the end of, like, your career you get to, you are trying to take it more seriously and actually, like, kind of go somewhere with it. And, like, I don't know. I don't like that. I kind of miss being back in the day when it was just, like, me and Jake would like call each other up on our home phones and go meet up at the spot. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Cause I used to come and just skate around you guys and try and smoke some yeah. weed at the skate park and shit like that. <laughs> that was high. It was always good times. It was yeah. Like, it's also super trippy. Cause like, 
because like when i was young and i'd go to the skate park there was like all the big dogs like the scary guys that are like super good at skating and now i'm like kind of one of those big dogs for like the little guys you know what i mean yeah they the kids all the time yeah there's the guys who are like ridiculous but now it's like you feel more on the same level yeah exactly i'm skating with those guys now yeah instead of like just escape with my mouth open <laughs> yeah you're like you know <laughs> and yeah. i i don't know if i'll ever be uh skating with them but i'll be in the squad you know how it is you'll be chilling be chillin'. i'm always i'm always in the back of the van doing my thing eating big leaf chew yeah you're always welcome you're always welcome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, you've been in a couple skate edits in your time. So what does a typical day of uh, filming look like? And uh, what are some of the clips that you've, that you've done that you're very proud of? A typical day of filming is like, can be extremely boring. So, like, usually we'll just warm up at the skate park for, like, 30 minutes and then We'll, like, plan our day out with certain spots that we want to go to. And, like, sometimes those spots are just spots that we've never seen and we want to check out. And sometimes those spots are, like, spots we've been to and want to get a new trick on. But, like, sometimes you go to spots for other people and you're just sitting in the car for, like, three hours while they're trying to trick. Or you're the one trying the trick for three hours. Like, and you can waste a whole day just driving around looking at different spots. And you can waste a whole day trying a trick and not getting it. And then it's, like, awful. Yeah. And it's all for, like, like you can spend three full days on something, and all you get out of it is a, a five-second clip. Yeah. <laughs> but the feeling that you get when you land that trick, you know what I mean? Yeah, it feels better because you've been trying yeah. harder at it and working longer at yeah, it. Yeah, to, like, push yourself and do something that you're not comfortable with right yeah i was telling you that story about uh jake in toronto with us when he hit that rail over and over again and eventually we got kicked out of there we were there for two maybe three hours and got kicked out of there five times and jake never hit the trick <laughs> yeah you know what i mean he put his wheel straight through the piece of plywood that we uh, threw down at the bottom because it was raining and wet and so he was going to hit mud so we put down plywood and his board went straight through it you know straight through it, yeah. we, never, we never hit the trick so it was like it can be boring but at the same time it would have been a sick clip you know <laughs> yeah and then sometimes you go out with the homies and you got like one homie who's going and then like we go to a spot where we're all session and we all get a clip like that happens every once in a while too yeah we go out two hours later, we got six clips, and we're all super stoked and ready to go home and party because we got some shit, you know? Yeah, you're like, oh, shit, we did it. Yeah. Yeah. So what exactly. were some of the clips that you were most, uh, like, impressed or not impressed by yourself? Because that sounds really braggadocious. But, like, what, yeah. were some of, what are some of your most proud clips that you've been a part of? Probably... Well, everything, everything that I've filmed for this video that's coming out, like the one that we're filming for right now, but uh, I'm not allowed to, uh, I'm not allowed to leak those clips. Those clips are secret. <laughs> those are those can't be disclosed at this time. No, no, unfortunately not. There's a we there's a video on King Skate Mag, which is like a Canadian magazine yeah. company, called Shelf Life, 
and I have a part in that. And I'm like pretty proud of that part. We filmed that in 2017 over the course of a summer with our good friend Mike, who ran a, a wheel company, and I'm pretty proud of that one. There's a few tricks in that that I that I'm super stoked on. Some were easy, some were super hard. Yeah, my ender in that video is like probably one of my favorite things that I've done on a skateboard. Yeah, I fucking, I remember seeing, I, I when I came to visit, you guys had it, and I watched the whole thing, and I, I, I loved, I loved it, I thought you guys had killed it, you know, so I'm, I'm stoked to see what three more years of experience can produce. Oh yeah, if you like that, if you like that video, then this one's gonna, gonna be a good one. Gonna Promise you that. socks off, that's what I'm, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, what would you say makes the perfect skate spot? What aspects of a skate spot make it like the most fun? And what are some of your favorite skate spots from Calgary or anywhere along your journeys? That's a tough one because like everybody's a different skater and stuff. Like perfect skate spot in like on paper would be like granite ground, perfect ground. And then, like, multiple different obstacles in the same area, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, one one spot is okay. But if you have, like, ten spots in the same area, like, schools, schools in California tend to have a lot of spots in the same area, that's, like, that's the ideal spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's easy to skate. But then some people, like, for a visual standpoint... If you watch somebody skate something that's like crusty and it's got cracks and it looks really hard to skate, that's more impressive. A tough, a tough thing to put into into perspective because it's like, what do you like more? You like something that's easy to skate or something that's hard to skate? And then if it's hard, it's more impressive, right? Yeah, it's like you can you can bomb a, a giant hill on the. Uh on the concrete, but if you bomb the whole hill on the grass right next to it, that's fucking scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, which is more impressive at the end of the day, the grass exactly. or the concrete. At the end of the day, when you're filming for a skate video, what's more impressive is what's more important, not what's perfect, you know? Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to, even in a, one of those clips, sometimes the most impressive shit doesn't get hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'll see someone yeah, fucking exactly. hit, hit a, for like a, a 50 set you know what i mean like on the on a grind and bail at the end they never hit it but fuck they made it most of the way down that's fucking they tried it yeah you know yeah exactly like i, I think that as that's far as in calgary go calgary spots suck <laughs> <laughs> but that that one year that that we filmed shelf life 2017 there was this one spot and it was at it was called Scenic Acres High School, and it's like I was talking about. There was like, there was multiple spots in one spot. There was a nine stair, there was a ten stair, there was a fourteen stair with a rail, like like some heavy stuff. And the first time we went there, we like it was one of those sessions where we all got a clip, and it was like just so intense. And we were all stoked. Everything went down that day. <laughs> That's awesome. And that like sparked something in us. We're like, holy shit, we gotta start going out more and getting more clips. We gotta fucking crank this out now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I, uh, a little while ago, sent you a Snapchat of a spot in Toronto that I came across in my ventures downtown. Yeah, uh, I think I, I remember that. It was at Ryerson University, and I think it had a 10 set, uh, a 4 set, a 7 set with like prime rails next to all of them big run-ups with like big jumping spots and like perfect ground roll-ups and shit and then benches on the sides and that were like like you could have just waxed and you didn't even necessarily need to because they looked fucking smooth anyways you know what i mean like (laughs) it was uh, i i was shocked so i'm excited for when i have you out here and we can fucking hit that at like 11 30 at night with no one downtown just fucking cranky yeah yeah that's the way and we got uh crazy lights and stuff so it'll be it'll look prime it'll be sick oh yeah Yeah. hopefully i can make it out there soon once all this uh craziness ends what are you gonna do you know i've (laughs) every single interview so far i've done has been like hopefully one day I can return doing my true glory. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know? Um, Fortunately yeah. enough, though, skateboarding isn't super affected by the whole pandemic. Yeah. If anything, it's like, if anything, it's, like, better now. Because, yeah. like, you're not working. Businesses are shut down. Yeah. You know? Nobody outside. The best thing I heard about pandemic skating, I, I got a Thrasher subscription last year. Uh, and I, I read it every month. And the best line I heard was, the only bad part about the pandemic was that house spots, house spots were hard to hit because everyone was at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. House rails. There's lots of rails in front of houses that people want to skate. Yeah. You couldn't hit them because everyone was at home. That was the only difference between this year and last year. <laughs> yeah. And that's still not even that big of a problem. Yeah, it's whatever. We had some good house spots in Toronto, too. Um, yeah. So, when we were uh, growing up, we had a lot of ridiculous times. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, whether it was near a skate park, not near a skate park, in a field, down a street, whatever. It was all ridiculous. Our, our whole childhood is a sitcom. Um, yeah. I want to know what the most ridiculous story you can think of is that involves the natural enemy of the skater. The security security? guard. Yeah. Oh, geez. I have a few good ones. A few good ones. I think you know what I'm thinking about. Well, one of them I show people because I think it's really funny. Yeah, it's kind (laughs) of hilarious. Uh, So there was a a video going around, and it was actually on Global News, where I uh, allegedly, allegedly, okay, (laughs) it's not confirmed facts, Assaulted a security guard. So that was a good one. That was a good one. Just for reference, I didn't. Okay. This is true. I didn't. He did not. Um, uh, my yeah, favorite I, part about that video is in the back, bottom corner. You can see Isaiah fucking up his ankle really bad. Yeah. Like not able. That to was walk. part of it. That was part of the reason that sparked the whole like sort of fight that happened between me and that security guard like i was being super respectful and he was being an absolute dickhead and like if i'm being respectful i feel like i deserve respect back and i wasn't even skating that's the most fucked up part i was just like i went to talk to the homie because my friends were trying to get a clip and he was just being a total dick which is like ridiculous yeah you get respect by giving respect that's right you know what i mean just because you're an adult doesn't mean you deserve the respect. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you know, yeah. if he had been nicer about the situation, who knows? Maybe that wouldn't have been on global news. I, yeah. I still show it to everyone because I still think it's really funny. I'm like, my friend made global news for fighting a security well, guard. <laughs> yeah. If it weren't for those assholes filming it across the street who thought it was so funny when my friend almost broke his leg. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, none of this would have even mattered. I would have forgotten about this whole situation. But yeah. there was like, there was a little bit of backlash from it. People were like, dude, you need to like apologize. But the majority of the skateboard community was like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? That's awesome. Uh, yeah, was, uh, well, well, okay, well, did you have another one too? Uh, security guards. Not really, no. Like, I'm mostly pretty respectful when it comes to security guards. And some are like, some are super chill, some are assholes. But at the end of the day, like, usually they just call the cops. And when the cops come, we just leave. You know, yeah, it's like, all right, like, good day. Yeah, like, they they always threaten you. They're like, I'm going to call the cops. The cops are going to come and take you downtown. And we're like, all right, call the cops. And then the cops show up 45 minutes later. And they're like, all right, you got to go. And we're like, all right, bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. Thank you. Yeah. That's Security guards are, think they're, t- they're top shit and they know what they're talking about, but they really don't. No, they have no idea. Um, no. so just kind of cycling back for someone who isn't necessarily that into skating, how would you recommend someone start skating? Like what is the best process to learn how to skateboard? Oh, just go to the skate park, man. Like the amount of support that you can receive from the skate park is ridiculous. And people are like, people are intimidated by the skate park. They think it's scary cause you got all these big guys doing big tricks and stuff, but once you just like sit down and say what's up to some of the homies, like we can be the nicest people you've ever met in your entire life, you know? And the most, like the most inclusive group, like we will include you as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going to ask you about that later on too. I was going to say, why do you think it is that uh, skaters are so inclusive? I think it's because it's like just the love for the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you see a homie that is just starting to skate, and he pulls up to the skate park, and he, like, can't even ride a skateboard, and then a month later, you see him doing kickflips, I guess it's sort of, like, it's nostalgic. It reminds you of back when when you started to learn how to skate, and you learned how to kickflip, and, like, that feeling of learning new tricks. Yeah. It's, like, it gets you stoked. Like, when I see somebody that can't kickflip land a kickflip, it gets me stoked, and I want to try new tricks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a all, communal sense of accomplishment. Yeah, exactly. And we're all just people and like, I don't know, there's no reason not to include anybody. Yeah. It's not, there's no rules yeah. in skateboarding. There's no rules in skateboarding. It's like, you want to skate? Skate. I skate. You skate. Cool. Let's be yeah. friends. Yeah. Let's hang out you know? and be homies and skate. Yeah, exactly. And cause mischief. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it lighthearted mischief is always yeah. what I, I attributed it to. We yeah, we're just out here hard. trying to have fun, enjoy ourselves. Like, yeah. what's wrong with that? We're just hanging we're not gonna out. Exclude anybody for that? We're not going to exclude anyone. We're not going to hurt anyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're just going to kick it and do our thing. That's, yeah, it's the ultimate way to do it. You know? Exactly. Um, so with skating, it seems like, and I know there is. There's a lot of unspoken rules, like a, a sort of skater's code 
almost that people have to abide by. So what are some of the rules that people should know before getting into skating so they don't make, uh, I don't want to say atrocious mistakes, but things that make people kind of stare at them, you know, because I can think of one right away. It's not, it's not so much rules as it is like etiquette, for yeah. example, like at the skate park, there's, there's skate park etiquette and it is like, yeah, unspoken rules. And this is the problem with like the scooters, for example, the moms who drop their kids off and don't, don't tell them anything. You know what I mean? Like you got full sized adults like me ripping around the skate park at like Mach 20 kilometers an hour. Yeah. 20 <laughs> kilometers an hour. You get this little scooter kid who's not looking. I'm going to hit that kid accidentally. Obviously I'm not going to punch a kid, but yeah. I'm going to hit that kid. And he's going to get hurt, and I'm going to get hurt. You know what I mean? So it's definitely like a safety thing. Like, you need to watch out where you're going. And obviously, like, it's impossible to do that. And we snake each other every once in a while, yeah. you know? Like, of course, we, and we run into each other. But you still need to watch, and you need to wait your turn and let others have their turn as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, the most prime piece of etiquette is the mall grabbing. Oh, yeah. You know? For those who don't know what that is, it's when you're holding a skateboard, the easiest way to hold a skateboard, by far, is by grabbing the trucks and carrying them. It's easy because it's a handle. But if you're a skater, you're not allowed to hold them by that. It's not that you're not allowed. It just looks stupid. <laughs> it just it looks doesn't terrible. look great. It looks so awful. So you have to Same hold it by the side or the tip, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Same with pushing Mongo. Oh, I've seen a couple pushing people Mongo, here, and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm not even that good of a skater, and I even know not to do that. Yeah, pushing Mongo is when you push with your front foot oh. and you leave your back foot on the skateboard, and it just looks terrible. It just, just looks not what awful. Skating is supposed to look like. It's not good. It's it not like good. So if you. Reverse. <laughs> And it's funny because I started pushing Mongo. When I first started skating, I pushed Mongo. And my brother, my older brother, was like, you need to stop that right now. That is stupid. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah. So I, like, trained myself to not push Mongo. <laughs> I'm glad I did that. I probably wouldn't skate today if was, I didn't do that. It was a benefit of uh, having an older brother just force his knowledge into you. Yeah. yeah. So anybody anybody listening to this who skates and pushes Mongo, learn how to push regular because yeah. you'll uh, thank me. And hold your board better. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't hold your board. Don't mall grab. Don't Because that grab. looks silly. So um, injuries, obviously, are also something that seem to be rampant throughout the skateboarding oh, yeah. world, right? Uh, falling is half of what pulling off a sick trick is because, you know, every time you see a clip, that guy tried that five times and five times ate it, you know? Yep. <laughs> so, um, what is the worst skating injury that you have ever seen in your time at the parks? That I've ever seen? Yeah. I'm actually pretty lucky because I have never really witnessed a bad injury. I've seen, I've seen my friend break his wrist before. Ooh. Which is like, all right, but it's not horrible. Like it happens. Yeah. You know, and there's like not much you can do about it. All but right. like. When you break your wrist, you get a cast and you skate in a week and you're fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? In fact, your wrist like is more protected now. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. But, uh, okay, well then let's adjust the question. What's the most brutal injury you've seen in general on on your phone or whatever? Uh, that's a tough one. I've seen some bad ones. Like, I don't know, just a Facebook video of a girl snapping her arm in half. <laughs> like, Hall of Meat is an Instagram page on Thrasher. I follow it's Hall like, of Meat, yeah. Yeah, it's bunch of falls and they have like some pretty graphic content sometimes of people like i don't know break breaking stuff is the only thing that bothers me like i don't mind watching somebody hit their head or anything the most vicious thing that i've seen was i was watching uh king of the road season three and fucking jaws was on it you know aaron yeah yeah and he fucking he went smacked his teeth. yeah he fucking smacked his teeth straight into his knee yeah Oh my god! And all it, all of his teeth from the bottom got shoved in like that. Yeah, oh, that's pretty bad. That's so brutal. I I I I was gagging when I saw when I saw the end result of that. I was like, oh no! I was not expecting I, any of this. I've done that before too. I've smacked my face on the ground, and this tooth oh. just went straight back into my mouth. And I like. You could have mentioned that. <laughs> I, used I used my tongue and pushed it back into place. <laughs> Did you get that checked ever or no? Oh no, I went straight to the dentist. Okay, good. I was gonna say I was like, I was like, you can't uh, just push that back. I am pretty sure you no, have no, to no, get no. that. I, I went straight and got that looked at. Yeah. All right, just checking. Um, yeah. So, looking at the professional scene, how does one uh, get into competition and maybe start gaining notoriety when it comes to the skating world in today's world? Uh, we live in a we live in a technological age, Jesse. It's, oh, yeah. uh, Instagram rules the world. That's true. In skateboard, in skateboarding, there's this one guy. Uh, his name's Aurelian. He's from France, and he went pro solely based off of Instagram. Jeez. He's just so good, so good, and he posts such good Instagram clips and get so much attention that he went pro off Instagram. I think he's the first person to ever do that too. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. As far as like competitions go, that's like a whole nother story. Like there's certain competitions that are like super world renowned. Like um, Tampa Am is the first one that comes to mind. And it's like, you need to be an amateur skateboarder, which comes from sponsorship to get into the competition so you need like your sponsor to sign you up which isn't that complicated you know if you have a shop sponsor you just get them to sign you up and you go right like i could go to tampa am right now i would i would probably come dead last but (laughs) you could go (laughs) i could go i could go it'd be fun yeah and then if you say you win tampa am then you get invited to all the other competitions and and you just keep stacking up your your points with the with the system and then boom soon you're going to pro contests and and then you're in the X games and then street league is the big one but street league is like the most exclusive one it's like the top 10 skaters in the world you know who would be in that like uh, give me some names like Shane O'Neill Paul Rodriguez Matt Berger Ryan Desenzo, no, no. Yuto Origami, no. None of they're them. They're all skaters. They're too yeah. exclusive for me, even. None of I them are mainstream so, yeah. enough. Yeah. 
Uh, my favorite yeah. current skater right now is Nigel Houston. I think he's sick. Yeah, well, yeah. He's obviously in those competitions. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I, I, I'm surprised you didn't say that. <laughs> Everybody knows about Nigel. Yeah. I didn't need to say it. No, he's sick. Um, hold on a second. Sorry, I didn't have any uh, printer ink, so I'm reading off of my uh, <laughs> laptop, so my eyes are pretty bad. Ah. Uh, uh, so you were saying that the biggest skate competition of the year was the Tampa street Am. Le- street Le- well, Street Leaks for the big boys, but the Tampa Am was for Oh, yeah, like Tampa Am. Everybody knows what Tampa Am is. Yeah. Yeah. So when do you think you've met anyone that could potentially do well at Tampa Am? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah? for sure. My best friend Jason could, could definitely do pretty good at Tampa Am, I think. Yeah, that's it. And, like, obviously – the big dogs that I've been skating with, most of them have moved out to Vancouver, but some of them grew up here and they're like they're killing it. Like one of my one of my friends, his name is Spate, and he uh, he's like top five in the world or in Canada oh, for really? the uh, the Olympic points. You know how you, you you get points from winning contests, and he's like top five in Canada with Olympic points. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, like he's doing real good. I have, a, I have a homie, Steve, Steve Graham. He's out there in Van killing it, and he uh, he could uh, he could kill it for sure. He's like, he's making big moves with skating, and he's 28 already or 30 even. I don't even know. Would you say Vancouver is the spot in Canada? Yeah, yeah it seems like it. it must Vancouver, be. Vancouver, and Montreal are the big ones. Why? Why do you say? Why does everyone say Vancouver? Is it just because of the culture in the city, or is it like the skate spots are just so much better? Well, it, it has a lot to do with it, it being the only place where you can skate year-round, I think. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's the only place you can skate year-round. And also, like, lots of distro companies are out there, distribution companies. Mm. There's, it's, like, basically the hub for skateboarding in Canada. Like, everything we get here in Alberta comes from there. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So you're always a month behind or whatever it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's less than ideal when you're trying to make it through you know are you thinking of going out to vancouver one day that's the plan i was thinking about this fall actually oh nice dude that'll be awesome yeah yeah dude um so who would you say is your favorite skater to watch like as a uh spectator and lover of the art who would you say is your favorite person to watch skate like video wise yeah video wise clip wise whatever uh, Someone you I really know, like Chris Joslin. Chris, Go- uh, Chris Joslin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he jumps down big stuff, and that's like that's what I like to do. I don't like rails or skating ledges or anything, and his main thing is jumping down stairs and gaps. So obviously, it's something that I enjoy watching a lot. Yeah. Is that your style specifically, is uh, big air? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a rail guy, so I just jump down big shit that's sick I just risked my life <laughs> <laughs> you just give her as best you got all the way down yeah exactly <laughs> just hope to roll away <laughs> you always uh, most of the time you roll away no no yeah. i'd say like five <laughs> percent yeah, that's okay that's all skating is it's that five percent percent exactly that's all it is you know unless you're at the competition then you best be on your fucking top yeah, it should be honored. 
at that <laughs> it point. should be a hundred at that point. Um, is there a team that you'd want to be a part of one day, like a, a skate team or a brand that you'd like well, to have as, as a sponsor? What specifically? Well, which one? Oh, like there's a lot. Yeah, Baker. That's going to be every little kid's answer. Baker team is just seems like the most fun and exciting. I don't know about Baker now, but maybe Baker 15 years ago is what I would have <laughs> wanted to be a part Ooh, of. Spicy hot takes. Yeah. I don't know. I love my homies, though. The team I'm on right now is like the team I'd want to be what on. Team like are you my on? board sponsor. Sorry? What's your uh, board sponsor's name? Oh, it's called Kermalic Skateboards. It's Kermalic just a local space. local Calgary company. Oh, that's sick, man. But yeah, it's got it's got all my homies on it, which is like the best you know that's the team i'd want to be on is with all my homies then it is like you're skating with your buddies still it's still exactly you just have to be more on it with the skating and less on it with the uh chilling and kicking it on the side (laughs) exactly there's nothing wrong of course it's not skate skating wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't about the community chill behind it you know what i mean yeah. If you were just pushing a plank around and you guys weren't all hanging out, it wouldn't be the same. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's all about the camaraderie. Exactly. Um, so when most people think skating, obviously the first name that pops into their head is Tony Hawk. Like, without a yeah. doubt. It's just, he's the most famous one. He wins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so as someone on the inside of the skating world, would you say he deserves all the accolades and praise that he gets? Yep. Hell yeah. That's what I, I was hoping Absolutely. you'd say that, but I wanted to ask anyways. Absolutely. So then what makes Every, him so good? It's not even so much that. It's just that he started the connections. You know what I mean? He was like sponsored by Bagel Bites at one point. That's sick. And then Activision wanted to make a video game out of him because he was doing so well, and he took that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And people, people roast him for that, for selling out. But I... Fuck, if McDonald's came to you and said, we're going to sponsor you and give you free McDonald's every week, I would say yes. Yeah. I would not say no to that. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not so selling out. That's McDonald's. You. That's what you do. Yeah. That's fucking everything. Make him the most famous, you know? Yeah. And, and, and you know, when when I was a kid, skating uh, games were actually how I got into skating. Because I, I, I was yeah. skating when I was like 10 or something. Um and it was the games that got me into it. I would play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 all the time on my GameCube. It was my favorite oh, yeah. game. I, I still play Tony Hawk Pro Skater, you know. But what what skateboarding game would you say is the best skating game of all time? Skate 1. The yeah. first skate. Any, any, any three of them. Just because it was like... At the time when I was really skating... And then that came out, and it was like, holy crap, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Because it's just Most like such an, ac- an accurate depiction yeah. of what skating is. Yeah. There's a new game, and it's called Skater XL. And supposedly it's better, but I think, like, you just go back to the roots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Skate Tony 4 is Hawk. coming out soon. Yeah. Like, Tony Hawk's... Pro Skater will always have a place in my heart, but Skate is a better game. Yeah, well, I think I, I think you could call them different games. You know what I yeah, mean? One is more are. of like a skateboard arcade game, and one is like the true skating simulator. Game, you know, like 
In the same yeah. way, and I hate that I'm making this analogy, but I can't think of anything else. In the same way that Fortnite and PUBG are the same game, but one of them is cartoony and one of them is like more realistic. More realistic, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they they both have their spot in the world. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, and, I'm, and exactly. I think that that skating is better for it, and it, it helps bring everyone in. You know, more skaters, yeah. more fun, more uh, spots to hit. Yeah, but skate. <laughs> Skate was there for me, you know, when I was injured. It was the, it was there for me more. Yeah. Tony Hawk, I was like, I was a kid. And I didn't really know what was happening. Obviously, I played the game a lot. And I yeah. loved it. But, I don't know, Skate was more there for me when I needed it, you know? That's fair. You know? And that's, the go-to. Huh? that's the go-to. That's yeah. the go-to now. I wouldn't play Tony Hawk. I would pull up Skate and play I, Skate. I, you should play the remaster one. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Is it? It's pretty sick. I got it for PS4. Pretty good time. <laughs> Not too bad, yeah. Yeah, the soundtrack is just dope. Oh yeah. Crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So, and then moving on from one format to another, what would you say is the best portrayal of skating in movies? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Mid mid nineties just came out. Yeah, that, that's I, I like that one for sure. That's a really good movie, sort of a weird ending, but a really good portrayal of like the struggle and like, I don't know the, the attractiveness of skating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the kid in the movie just wanted to be free. He wanted something to do, so he just started skating. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I really loved the uh, him learning how to uh, do an ollie properly. Yeah, exactly. You know. You wanna know what's funny about that movie? That kid that plays the dude in it is like really good at skating. Really? He's such a good skater. And I, I watched an interview and he's like, it was super weird to like try and pretend not to be able to skate. <laughs> Cause he's like actually really like he's better than me. He's way better than me. And he's like fifteen. Oh yeah. Well kids kid, yeah. there's always kids like that that are just oh, wicked, yeah. you know? Just it's oh, yeah. it's their shit. <laughs> I uh, I'm a big fan of that movie. I really like Dogtown. Obviously, Lords of Dogtown yeah. is one of my favorite movies. It's, That's a great one. It feels very raw, you know, and it, it feels very true to what skating it was back then and still is. Like how the roots of skating are still what it is. You know, it hasn't yeah. changed. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a movie that I don't think many people know about, but it's called Street Dreams. No, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, that's a good one. That one was made by skaters. All the actors in it are actual skaters. You know what I mean? Terrible acting. Not the best storyline, but it's definitely like got real skating in it, which that's I good. like. Yeah. Everybody likes that. Okay. Well, that'd be sick Like to make a... Pr- it was probably like they were like, we could make an actual movie and just put skating in it, and then it would be yeah. like our clips. <laughs> We, yeah. it, it just it, it was a way for these skaters to get good clips. They they got a they got a budget and just made good clips. Uh, so much. we've basically reached the end of the interview. Can you believe that you made it through? <laughs> Especially because no. I just threw you in. I didn't tell you we started. I just started didn't recording. Even tell me start. You just started it. Yeah, that's right, dude. Um, it's okay, so, I like the surprise. So this last question is another one for people who want to learn how to skateboard and things like that. What are some of your favorite skate brands and pieces you would consider when building your board? 
Ooh. Independent trucks. Obviously. Independent <laughs> trucks. Uh, Bones wheels. Bones wheels are my favorite. I like Bones. Some people like Spitfire. It's all personal preference. Um, I just I just ride like Reds bearings. Reds are Bronsons. They're cheap and they're good. They I last have, forever. That's my exact. You just described my exact setup, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, quick shout out to uh, Kermalik Skateboards because they're the best skateboards. So hell yeah, man, Kermalik Skateboards. Thank you for sponsoring my good friend here. Yeah. He deserves. If you're ever in Calgary, check out the local shops. The source. Yeah. Yeah. Got to slap some uh, unlimited stickers on that skateboard. Unlimited uh, skate and snow out in Banff. Great shop. Great people out there. Killing it. That's fucking epic, man. Well, thank it's... you so much for coming on today. Uh, do you have somewhere that you want people to follow you? Anything like that? I have an Instagram, I guess. That's okay. about it. What's that? Give her, Give her uh, to the people. It's just uh, Benjamin Zach underscore. Zach is spelled Z-A-K. Benjamin Zach underscore. Hell yeah. And uh, look out for Ben and his new uh, clip coming out in the next tape for Kermak. Yeah, Rundat. Rundat's what it's called. Rundat. 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 Should be on some, some magazine websites in the near future, hopefully. Heck yeah, man. And I, I will, uh, I'll promote you when I see it. You know I will. So thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Thanks for having me, man.